We're back on 41 Files here. I'm Taylor Hemmes from 41 Action News Today, joined in the podcast studio by 41 Action News reporter Sarah Flake. Hi, Sarah. Hey. And we are joined on the phone today by Kansas City, Missouri Public Works PIO Maggie Green. Maggie, thanks for taking some time out of your, uh, I guess, pothole-filling schedule. I know you're not the one out there <laughs> doing it, but thanks for taking some time. Yeah, my pleasure. So I I, I want to start there maybe just with the, you know, half joke I just told about the, the pothole filling. Have you had a chance to, because to, you're joining us to talk mostly about potholes today, uh, do you get a chance to go out on any of these, these filling jobs and, and watch what the, the crews have to do? What's, what's your experience kind of, kind of firsthand with the potholes around the city? Yeah, so I have had a little bit of experience. Full disclosure, this is my second week on the job. So, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> if you've seen that meme floating around with the guy jumping into the pothole that's like 12 <laughs> feet deep, that's how I feel like diving in. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I've had a chance to go out to a couple of our district maintenance facilities and talk with the crews that are um, going out and filling the potholes. We did a couple of live demonstration events over the last week or so. Um, actually out in the field. Um, so I have been able to interact with the crews and, you know, the trucks and sort of see them um, doing the work. And they are out every single day uh, filling potholes all over the place. So what have you, you know, you said you're two weeks in the job. What have you learned about potholes and pothole filling that you did not know before you got this job? Ah, uh, man, so much. Um, first of all, that it is a widespread issue that everybody is interacting with, and um, we totally understand that it's frustrating. I have to, I usually ride my bike, so I'm biking over and around potholes, just like all the drivers are driving around potholes. But I think one of the things that's been most amazing to me is that the guys, uh, the crews, have filled, um, let's see, the, the numbers that I have are almost over 18,000 potholes since December. Oh my God. Um, that's and that staggering. Is a lot of potholes. <laughs> Good Lord. So that's that just is, staggering. Um, isn't that, isn't that crazy? I know. And, and, you know, people are frustrated and there's still potholes everywhere. They're popping up the issue really. And we can get into this in a minute is the vicious weather cycle that we've mm-hmm. had just keeps causing new potholes. Yeah. Um, so even though the crews have been out and the numbers are that uh, staggering, there are still potholes um, that are out, you know, and everywhere it seems like. Um, but yeah, that 18,000 is uh, December, January, and a few wor- weeks of February. So that's preliminary numbers from February. I don't have the full month quite yet. So yeah. it's going to be even more than, than 18,000. Um, but I think that's the most impressive thing I've learned in the first two weeks of the job is um, it's a pervasive problem, but our crews are working their butts off, you know, filling potholes sure. all over the place. Yeah, I, I read a, this tweet um, from December to January. It said the crews have filled 11,444 potholes. Um, so that's crazy. That's like the majority of the 18,000. Um, so but I, what I was wondering, I think what everybody else is wondering, I thought it was um, a good point to or a good thing to point out is that the Public Works Department said in the transportation meeting just last week that they've been doing short term fixes because of, like you said, the extreme weather and just like the mm-hmm. sheer number of potholes. So, um, yeah, they filled like a ton of potholes. But I mean, we need to know, I think everybody needs to know, it's like, will they stay filled and will they stay that way for a long time? So I think that's what people are most worried about. Right. And I think, you know, one of the main challenges that we've been facing um, that's frankly getting a little old is just the weather um, and how cold it's been. And then this constant, you know, we've had 11 or so snow events um, or ice events. And so all of that weather is just beating up our roads. Um, And so anytime you have a freeze thaw cycle, 
the water seeps into the existing cracks on the road, um, causing the pavement to buckle up again. So even if you have a stretch of the road that has been patched and potholes have been filled, if it snows and then freezes and then thaws and then freezes again, um, those, those pothole patches will just pop right back up. Um, so what we've been doing is there's two different types of pothole asphalt mix. There's hot mix and there's cold mix. Mm -hmm. um, and so anytime it's really freezing cold temperatures like it has been the past couple of days, hot mix really isn't an option. We prefer to use hot mix because that's more of a, a permanent patch. Um, but on super cold days like yesterday and today, crews are out, but they're only able to use that cold mix, um, which is more of a temporary fix. So when we when we hear um, different people talk about temporary fixes, we're doing what we can every single day. But as long as temperatures are still going to be this cold, um, really the best we can do is the cold mix temporary patches until the weather right. starts to warm up. I want to ask you, Maggie, also because uh, 41 Action News reporter Andres Gutierrez did a story just a couple of days ago about mm -hmm. some, some outside help, yes. uh, and specifically Superior Bowen is the, the company we mentioned that we talked to that is, uh, they're one of the largest asphalt paving construction companies in the Midwest coming in to help out with this. Talk about just the, the process of saying, you know what, this is such a big job. We need all the help we can get. I mean, that's that's got to be a pretty rare yeah. decision, right? Well, and and everybody's been saying, why don't they just? Why doesn't the city just contract out with other people? Why haven't we been doing that this whole time? Yeah, and I I don't have um, all the details on that entire process, but I do know that Superior Bowen they recognized the issue. They came to us as a community partner and said, hey, you know, how can we help out? So that is one of the ways that the city is is sort of addressing this widespread issue is. Um, getting creative with community partners like Spear Bowen and saying, hey, you know, if you are willing to help, we'll take your help because we know that, you know, this issue is um, is so widespread. Um, another thing worth mentioning is I was just at one of the district maintenance facilities this morning, and they um, actually ordered three new pieces of equipment. Mm. So they are called um, tow-behind hotbox trailers. Oh, so yeah. they are essentially, it's like a little tiny baby trailer that you put on the back of a truck and it can carry that hot mix asphalt in the back of it. Um, and so we just ordered three of those. They just came in. Um, so each of our maintenance districts will have some of those and we're excited to see those rolling out hopefully next week. Um, so that will help aid in, um, you know, our, our pothole filling efforts and give us a little more flexibility because it's a trailer that can really just hitch on any, any truck. So it'll also allow us to get into smaller residential areas, too. So we're excited that, to have those rolling out uh, next week. We also, uh, you know, and I'm going to refer to our stories because, as Sarah can attest to, we've done a fair number of pothole stories yes. over the last few months. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's all we've been doing. But we also reported uh, just a few days ago in 41 Action News about um, the Public Works Department telling the city council, basically, we're losing the pothole war this year. Um, that's that's a it, you know it's it's a pretty dramatic way of saying it because in the end people kind of roll their eyes whenever oh another story about potholes. But it's a big deal for a city this size to have to deal with both financially, manpower wise, all that kind of thing. And for the public works department to say we're losing right now is is a pretty big statement, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, definitely. And I I think the most frustrating part, I mean, even for us is like we're we're doing what we can with the resources and the budget and the staffing that we have. Um, but, but frankly, that we've been dealt a pretty bad hand of, of weather this year. And um, I actually just heard on NPR this morning something about how it feels like this winter is the worst ever. Um, but compared to previous years, I mean, we, you know, 10, 10 or so years ago, I think we had um, a pretty bad bout yeah. with potholes um, from what I was hearing. 
So it feels really bad this year um, just because the last few winters were so mild compared, you know, compared to this winter. Um, but this is definitely not the first time that the city has had to deal with potholes and snow removal and all of that stuff. Well, this morning on 41 Action News, our meteorologist Lindsay Anderson uh, said that uh, – she was talking about how much snow we'd received this year. And the city of Kansas City has received more snow this year than the past three years combined. Uh, so it's it's not an overstatement to say, and, and and no one is shocked by, hey, we got hit with heavier winter right. than we have in a while. That's, that's not a, a different thing than people around the city aren't already saying. But when it comes to... Uh, I, and I hate that I'm having to use this phrase, but when the rubber hits the road, uh, it's it's mm. totally different here. Whenever uh, whenever you're talking about how it impacts one specific department, that also impacts literally every person that drives in a city this size. Right, right. I, I think another one of the challenges does come down to uh, staffing, and you know our crews that the same the same crews that were plowing snow on late. Saturday night and early Sunday were then patching potholes, you know, into yesterday and today. And so they are just constantly rotating through, um, you know, snow removal and and addressing slick calls and then, you know, turning around the next day and, you know, uh, loading a truck with asphalt and filling potholes. So, um, you know, I think that's another challenge is that there's been so much snow that we've had that the crews have to address the snow when that happens, but that means that they can't address filling potholes. And so there's that challenge that we're balancing too. Sorry, I'm going to turn that down. Um, Yeah. And I thought it was also interesting. And, uh, and also, you know, we, us in news, we like the, the the sound bite we're losing the pothole war really bad that was sexy but um another thing that we <laughs> it's not really but um another thing that we kind of were like whoa is when we heard that you know crews are going to be patching potholes until summertime june yeah. june and you know we heard, i heard i was at the transportation meeting last week and they said 46 million a year to maintain our roads on a yearly basis that's like over 6000 lane miles and a big issue is deferred maintenance. I mean, that's like a huge part, right? Right, right. So I, I think to clarify the June figure that that um, has been sort of thrown around the last uh, couple days. So we are we are addressing potholes and filling them every single day that we can that that weather allows. Um, but because of the weather and what's going to follow this cold cycle is going to be spring rains. Mm-hmm. And so just as we talked about, uh, the water will seep into the cracks and new potholes will form. And so um, it, it's not so much that, that it's going to take us until June to finish the backlog, but it's more like the continued weather we're going to have, the rains that we're going to see this spring are going to cause new potholes to form. And so we're hoping by you know May-June timeframe that weather will uh, stop increasing potholes, and we'll kind of see a, a um, you know, leveling out of new potholes, if that makes sense. I have to ask, Maggie, and, and this may be a <laughs> kind of an out there question, but the more I've thought about it, how do you how do you hire someone to do this job? I mean, what is what is the the job description? Is it the is it does it pay decent? I mean, no one can want to do this as far as filling in the potholes and doing the plowing that you're mentioning. It's a it's a really really thankless job. What's what's the the way to entice someone to take this job? What are you having to do to, to address staffing issues? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and you know, because of all of this um, coverage about potholes, we've had a, a you know we've 
made sure to mention that we are hiring and we do have vacancies and we would love to have um, you know those vacancies filled um, and they, they can do so by going to kcmo.gov slash jobs. Um, and I, I think it is tough because it is really hard work, but I, I was at the district maintenance facility this morning and everybody was in great spirits. Um, they were all, you know, playing around and having a good time this morning, drinking coffee, having some donuts and, um, you know, ready to get to work and, and hit the streets and, and work hard. Um, I think part of it is, you know, a commitment to serving the city and, you know, working in local government, we're all public servants. And so that is enticing to some. And so selling the fact that we are here serving the community um, and, you know, the city has good benefits and um, it is hard work, but um, it's definitely trying to, you know, motivate people and say, hey, this is it's great working for the city. There's good benefits and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard work, but it's worth it. Well, hard work, I don't think, really uh, begins to describe it. We've, we've done enough <laughs> stories and, and watched enough of, of what these crews are doing. It's, it's, it's thankless work, and it's dealing with people that uh, are probably not in the best moods a lot of time, too, whenever right. you're driving by. And, we've, you know, we've had stories here about uh, drivers that have had thousands of dollars in damage done to their car because of the size of some of these right. potholes. So it's, it's, no one is happy with this situation. The city uh, is included in that, I would, I would assume. This is, this is a tough job for all parties involved. Yeah, I, I saw somebody tweet the other day something like the the pothole crews are more popular than Patrick Mahomes uh, <laughs> yeah. this season or something like that. Um, I mean, and it's I mean it's true they are they are out there um, working their tails off, and you know I I think um, I would just ask you know residents and drivers to to just kind of give be patient and um, you know give them a, a pat on their back and they deserve it. Um, because it, it's all going to take patience for, for um, all of us because um, it's definitely something we're addressing, but the, the issue is so widespread that it is going to take some time. Maggie, um, really uh, quick. Yeah, I was going to say, a reminder before we, before we let you go, how do you, how do you tell people what they can do if they see a, spot, a pothole, they want something fixed, what do people yeah. need to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really quick, you mentioned um, uh, the insurance issue. So I did want to say that we do have an insurance claims process um, and so if anyone does uh, run over a pothole and they feel like the city is liable, there's, they can file um, a claim on our online claims form or by contacting the 311 center. So there's a bunch of ways to contact 311, and that's kcmo.gov slash 311. So if it's an insurance claim, there's a process for that. If you see a pothole, um, the way that we are creating our, our service list is based on 311 requests, um, 311 reports. So anytime you're out driving, if you see a pothole, uh, we encourage everyone to be calling those in because that's how we're generating our, our maintenance list. So especially if you have one in your neighborhood, it's probably good to tell your neighbors, hey, we, you know, the, the quicker way to get this fixed is to more phone calls means a better chance of getting it fixed. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I know that they 311 Center, is they do have a ton of requests right now, um, more than, you know, I think it's about six times as many 311 requests for potholes compared yeah. to uh, last year. Uh, so it's going to take them some time to process through it. But that's, I mean, again, that's kind of the way that we are, um, you know, getting our maintenance crews out is based on those 311 calls. So it's a yes, please do continue to report potholes to 311. And there, again, is a list of ways to do that on kcmo.gov slash 311. Okay, that's KC Missouri Public Works PIO Maggie Green. Maggie, thank you so much for taking the time. Obviously, uh, a not happy topic to talk about and people are <laughs> Uh, pretty pretty hot about it in some cases, but we appreciate you taking the time. Thanks yeah. for joining 41 Thank Files. Thank you so much.
So we're also joined by Sam Hartle, digital producer. Hi, Sam. Good at morning. Yeah, it's yes. uh, Good morning. morning. It's one of those. Things. I was out playing disc golf earlier. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank uh, Maggie Green again for being on with us, but uh, we're still talking about holes because Sarah Plake has, as you've heard her earlier, talking to Maggie about the the problem. Sarah, you've done. More than one pothole story, I think, right? I mean, most reporters in the newsroom yes. have already had to do several <laughs> yes. this year just because of the sheer number of stories we're doing. Yeah. Um, and just recently, you you tried to fill a pothole yourself, right? I, I sure did. Uh, not with a hot mix or a cold mix, but, you know, with uh, uh, ice and champagne. So I okay. th- that was great. Um, you know, it, it just has gotten to the point where it's so ridiculous where we're like, what can we fit in a pothole? Yeah. And so we went out. Um, one of our photographers was like, hey, you, you should just put a bucket of champagne in one of them and see if that works. And so, um, you know, I got like random things like a, a jug and, you know, a case of Coke and then a bag of ice, champagne, a basketball, a flag, things like that, just to see how deep, wide. Where did you find the one that you filled up? Was it someone that, one that you're familiar with or someone else found it? Yeah. On my commute to work every morning, um, I go down Warnell and uh, going toward like Meyer. there's Oh, and it's still there. I mean, it hasn't been pit, uh, patched or anything, so we need to call on that one. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we went to that one. I measured it out, and it was like 10 feet wide, so two human beings can fit in one pothole. Wow. And uh, we did the champagne thing, and it was great. It, <laughs> it felt, you know, the whole bag fit in there. Um, you know, one of the potholes was pretty deep with this water, and I, uh, you know, filled up uh, uh, an orange juice jug with all the water that was in the pile. I mean, it was just so ridiculous. We were like... We can't be serious about this right yeah. now. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and part of your story also, I think, was the stats yeah. from 311 calls. And the one that was just blowing me away because I think the last three or four years you showed the month of February that, oh, yeah. I, that I saw never mm-hmm. had more than 260 311 calls. Yeah. And this month it had more than 900 in February of 19. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So um, I have the numbers in front of me. So uh, 2018 was 260 in February 2019 was uh, 9.58 in February. And then the years passed. I mean, in 2015, there were 123 in February. So I think February is when everybody just hits the breaking point, like, WTF, we need to get something done. (laughs) Well, because it also feels like, you know, we talked about this um, on 41 Action News today a lot, too, because we're still not officially into spring. No. (laughs) But I think there's this overwhelming feeling like, okay, we're into March. It should be done. Mm -hmm. I've heard more than one person say it's it's March. This should not still be happening. Yeah. Um, so that that does seem to be that February is that kind of breaking point of when people are full on over it yeah. and potholes are part of that as well. For sure. So that was uh, we we had been talking about that in the morning meeting. Like, I wonder how many you know marbles can fit. You know, right? I'm not going to go out and buy hundreds of marbles, but because it would take hundreds. For some of these. <laughs> exactly. You would have lost your marbles. Oh, I, there I it think is. I, I, I might have already. So <laughs> um, it was just it was a ridiculous story. And I had my little safety vest on because it kind of involved me stepping out in the road yeah. and making sure I don't jump into oncoming traffic. But uh, it was just an interesting look and uh, at uh, what all you can fit in a pothole. And you can definitely fit more than one human being in some of these. You hear Sam Hartle's voice a lot on this podcast. And part of Sam's job is to keep track of what you're talking about on our website and what people are, how people are responding to our, our news stories and that kind of thing. What, what kind of talk does pothole story does a pothole story continue to get, Sam? Oh, it's consistently, if you measure it via traffic, it's consistently uh, one of our highest performing stories. Right. Um, and I think it's something, it's intuitive. It, it's something that we all experience. If you drive in Kansas City, there's no avoiding it. They're everywhere. Uh, and so it's kind of a, a 
a communal experience when everybody's like, hey, I was on 39th Street the other day and it's terrible. Um, you know, I you that. often tweet about your your percentage, your success rate. <laughs> right, I did a uh, pothole avoidance score uh, for a little <laughs> bit, and then I kind of felt bad. Um, and also because KDOT on the Kansas side fixed some of their potholes, so thank you for KDOT for doing that. Um, but even you know, hashtag I survived Ward Parkway. Oh gosh, um, that got some uh, some traction. Um, but yeah, lots of people talking about it. Lots of people continue to talk about it. And as you just heard Maggie talking about there when she was talking to Sarah and I, it's because we're not just all of a sudden going to have nice weather when winter ends because we still have storm season to get right. through and that kind of thing. And uh, roads will still be washed out in the future. So it's, it continues to be a problem. Uh, the topic there, the two big things we got from, from Maggie is if you're looking for a job and interested in that kind of work, <laughs> they have lots of people there willing to hire to do the job because it's a necessary evil right now. And also... Um, the better chance you have of getting fixed is if you call 311 and, and report it because if you just complain about it, not a whole lot can be done. You can tweet about it, and we may retweet it, uh, but you want to you want to get it fixed, you need to need to call and get it reported. You can't fix something you don't know about. That's right, uh, and they, yeah. they, they completely base their where we send in crews on how much traffic or how many calls we're getting into 311, and that's they're nailing that down. Right, and I've noticed Ward Parkway is a little better. So, oh, it's, um, it's significantly better. Signif- yeah, and um, you know Northwest 68th Street, North North Oak Trafficway, Raytown Road, View High Drive, obviously Ward Parkway, Warnell, I'm sure, is wrapped into that. Those are all like their their priority, like the bad streets. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, we'll see some, uh, some change here pretty soon. So that will do it for another edition of 41 Files Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today and for being a subscriber. If you're subscribing, we appreciate that. If this is your first listen, uh, go ahead and click subscribe. We'd love to uh, be sharing our content with you on a regular basis. The new editions come out every Wednesday of 41 Files. Of course, we're one of four different podcasts produced here at, one, at uh, 41 Action News. Chew Diligence. If you love food and you love Kansas City, you should be listening to Chew Diligence. They have another episode coming out tomorrow. Specifically, it's not always just about food, but tomorrow's episode is about how food plays into development along uh, Truce in Kansas City and along that part of uh, that part of the city trying to redevelop there. That's obviously a big topic uh, in politics and in the economy and in the city and with food as well. So they'll be, they'll be talking about that with due diligence tomorrow. Uh, fourth and one, our Chiefs podcast will come out on Sunday with a free agency primer. At this recording, D Ford is still a member of the Chiefs. He was franchised, but maybe by the time they come out on Sunday, he will no longer be a Chiefs, a Chiefs player because he could be traded between now and when free agency starts next week. And of course, Screen on the Spot. If you love movies and TV, you should be listening to Screen on the Spot as well. All of those coming from 41 Action News on our podcast network. Thanks again so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.